Hey guys, it's Christy from Retail Bliss and the founder of Encircled. I'm back with a audio broadcast for you guys. Um, thank you so much to anybody who completed the survey last week that I sent out. It's super important for me to develop content that helps you grow and build your business. As well, as you can appreciate, I work more than a full-time job, as you guys know, being entrepreneurs as well, for managing and being the CEO of Encircled. So I kind of do retail bliss in my free time, which isn't really that plentiful right now. So I want to make sure that I'm using that time effectively and efficiently to help you maximize you know, the growth and learning in e-commerce so that you can build strong, sustainable businesses that are successful as well. So this week's audio blogcast, which was one bit of feedback that I did receive, is that you guys don't really have a lot of time, surprise, surprise, to read a blog post. And I feel you. I love podcasts. That's like one of my favorite things to listen to. Um, and then another bit of feedback that you gave me was that you wanted to see an online course. So that's definitely something I'm working on. If you haven't checked out my goal-making calculator, that is a mini e-course that you can download right off my website. Um, it kind of takes you through, it's got an Excel based tool that you can use to set goals and targets, um, and actually translate them into traffic, which is super important for understanding how much traffic you actually need to generate to make your sales goals, which is something that a lot of people are very disconnected from. They will have a sales goal of like $10,000, but not really understand what that means from a traffic and marketing standpoint to get there. So that tool is really valuable. It's a pretty affordable investment. You just go into my shop on retailbliss.ca and get that. Um, I guarantee you it will help you change your business. Um, it's something I developed for a client a really long time ago when I was back in corporate consulting and I kind of scaled it back a little bit because their business was quite complex and I use it every day and encircled. So let's get back to the topic for today. Um, and we're going to talk about this week, how to hire without going broke. So one of the other bits of feedback that I did hear from you guys is that a lot of you guys are solopreneurs and you really want to take your business to the next level, but you're not really sure how to do that without kind of um, losing money, essentially. You don't feel like you have the resources to scale up your business right now and hire out help, but you also feel very stuck because you're working too much and you're spending a lot of time on your business instead of I'm um, sorry, in your business instead of on your business, you're not really spending time strategizing. You're just doing and making and kind of keeping up with the daily grind, which is a lot of work. And you can kind of get stuck in that. I can speak from experience. Uh, when I was the only person in my business, you know, you really have to use your time super effectively, but you are only one person. So there is a point where you hit in your business where you can't actually go further without hiring more people. And I remember when I started to hit that point, um, we still do all fulfillment in-house. We don't use a third-party logistics company at Encircled. Um, and essentially, I was spending my whole days packing orders um, and doing customer service. And then sometime around 3 p.m., I would pop my head up and be able to actually work on the business. And it was really hard. Um, at this point, you know, I was full-time in the business. I actually, I didn't hire any help. Well, actually that's not true. I did hire some virtual help at some point when I was working still full-time in my day job. And it was just somebody to help out with like press pitching and customer service and stuff like that. And then I just felt like at some point I needed somebody physically 
in the office. So when I moved and got office space, I moved the business out of my condo and into an office. That's when I knew I had to hire somebody because of the fact that, yeah, I was spending 85% of my day doing administrative stuff. And so I think that's kind of when you know that you really need to make change is when you're spending like the majority of your time either making your product or packing your product, shipping it, or dealing with customer services issues like exchanges, returns, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That can be incredibly daunting. And also, as I mentioned, it stalls the growth of your business because you're not actually working on the strategy for your business on how to grow your business or doing much time at all on, you know, strategies for Instagram or Facebook. You know, you don't have much time to do it. That's the reality. Um, so you can kind of do the bare minimum, which is an approach I can talk about at some point in a different audio blogcast. I'll talk about, you know, if you really aren't ready to hire some stuff that you can do. So definitely watch out for that one in the future. Um, but for now, I'm just going to talk about how to hire when you feel like you need to hire, but you don't feel like you're quite there financially. So the first step to doing this is really determining what your needs are. So when you say hire somebody, you probably think, oh, I got to hire somebody really expensive. They got to be full time. I got to offer them benefits. That is not the case. So I am a big fan in business and in hiring and in life, just starting slow, like doing a little bit, trying it out, seeing how it goes, optimizing and scaling up. So first step is really determining what your needs are. So the best way to do this is to actually spend some time Um, take an average week for yourself and do like a time diary. So write down at the end of the day, everything you did and how much time you spent on it. So whether it's social media or email newsletter or packing orders, start to make a day by day, Monday to Friday time diary. And that sounds super intense, but I promise you only need to do it for five days. Um, Then the next Monday, I want you to sit down and go through that time diary and see where you're spending the majority of your time. And if that majority of your time is not being spent on actual marketing activities for the business, then you know it's definitely time to hire somebody. And now you know exactly what kind of person you need to hire. You need to hire somebody who can do those things that can free up your time so that you can actually grow the business. So determining your needs is really the key first step. Um, And I think from there, you really want to find the right person. Now, hiring people is something that has been my biggest challenge as a business owner, and it's something I never thought would be my biggest challenge, is finding talented, hardworking people who are committed to the business and who want to work at a startup and are okay with maybe not making, you know, top dollar wages. Um, But there's definitely some pros, obviously, for working for a small business. So really, in the second step, I recommend people outlining, you know, the type of person they want to hire. So this could be, let's say you figure, hey, give somebody maybe one or two days a week, like 16 hours of work a week. So what would that day look like for them? And map out what their ideal day would be. So would they come in, answer customer service, print off orders? And what would happen if like they actually finished packing orders and customer service? What are some other tasks that you could have them engage in? And those will be the skills that you would want this person to have. So maybe you want somebody who's really good with Shopify, or maybe you want somebody who's talented at social media. Um, Be very specific in about some of the attributes that you want when you're writing your job descriptions. Um, And finding the right hire, really you want somebody who's flexible 
and affordable. And for your first hire, sometimes that means hiring somebody who's, you know, a university student um, who's really interested in the business, um, you know, looking to make some money, hardworking, you know, in in the spawn like in the space of like being educated right now, but like not in the space where they're necessarily choosing your job as a career job. Um, it's extremely unrealistic to assume that the first person you hire is going to be with you for the rest of your company's life. Um, though that does happen, it's pretty unusual. So I'd say right now to find this hire, you're really looking for somebody who can do the role, be reliable, dependable, and alleviate your stress that's being taken up by doing some of these more administrative and operational tasks. So the third thing I'm going to suggest is when you hire this person, you you got to really monitor this. So if you're already feeling like you can't afford this person, you have to be very careful. So again, as I said, like start slow. If you're feeling like, oh my God, I can't even like afford to pay my rent, like you should probably not hire somebody. But if you're feeling like you have a little bit of extra cash flow, even if you can afford eight hours a week times, let's say, I don't, it depends on what your minimum wage is in the area, but like 13 bucks an hour, like try that and just try that for a few weeks. Hire somebody, you can get um, local employment centers to help you um, get subsidized students. Like I know in Ontario and Toronto where I'm from, you can go to Yes Employment Centers and they'll hook you up with a youth looking for a job and they'll actually pay for part of their salary. Um, so there are opportunities there, or you could get an intern from a school where maybe they cover part of the cost. Um, and just make sure you get a good employment agreement in place with this person so that if they, if you do end up not having enough money to pay them in the future, that you can lay them off and not be in a position where legally you're, you know, going to be under pressure or something like that. So I think most businesses that have been in business, if you've been in business for like let's say three to four years, and you don't have the ability to hire one person for eight hours, then you need to take a serious look at your business model and see what's not working. Because somewhere along the line, you're not generating enough money. Either your top line revenue is really low or your margin is really low where it can't support scaling up your business, which is scary, right? Like you really need to look at that because it's only going to get worse as you get bigger. Um, at Encircled, we have pretty good margins considering we're onshore apparel, but it's always on my mind because as you scale, you need more and more staff and that's where the money comes from, right? So you have to be really protective of your margins and your products that you're creating and make sure you leave enough room for overhead in those margins. So those are my three tips. Hopefully they were helpful for you. Really sit back, determine your needs, do that time diary analysis. Um, make sure you're aligning with the strategy for your business. Make sure whatever is a priority area, customer service shipping, you know, that you're able to move that off your plate and then maybe have, you know, a couple of extra benefits. Maybe great if you hire somebody who has some social media skills or something like that. And then spend the time to find the right hire. A lot of this will be alignment with your values, making sure that they're cool with a flexible schedule. Um, and I definitely encourage you to look at schools for this option as well. Um, and then just monitor it. And if it's going really well, like start to scale it up, like maybe add an additional four hours. Ideally you want somebody who has a flexible schedule that is key and who can kind of grow with the business as you grow. Um, and won't be like so upset if you, if like one week you're like, Oh, I can't, we can't do that extra four hours. Can we just do eight? Like you want to find somebody who has that flexibility. And often, um, I've found in my, my business that students have that flexibility. So 
try it out, hire somebody, uh, figure out what you need and get started because you can't grow while you're doing everything by yourself. It's just not realistic. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back next week with a new podcast and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.